Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into A to Z Sports primetime on this Tuesday evening from the Zen Sportsbook Studios. We'll have a new backdrop tomorrow. We're excited to have Zen Sportsbook as a part of the primetime show. A2ZTN is the referral code at referral code at Zen Sports. Download the app today and find out how Zen Sports can get you in on all the action this fall. Of course, TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free. As a Middle Tennessee resident, nobody is going to put you in better position to succeed from a fitness standpoint than TrueMath Fitness and the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. Wherever justice demands, Amanda J. and her team are there to protect and to defend your constitutional rights. AmandaJGentry.com is where you find out more information about all the great work that Amanda J. and her team can do for you. So we have a lot, a lot, a lot of, uh, we have a lot of topics to get through. And we have an entire, well, we don't have an entire week because it's a shortened work week already and we had two primetime shows off. So over the course of tonight, tomorrow, and Thursday, we are going to be talking about the Titans and the Saints from a variety of different angles. I think that when you look at this game in particular, as always is the case with week one, there's a ton of unknowns. The Saints are a more known commodity than are the Titans right now. The Titans offense is the biggest question mark. Tim Kelly is the biggest outlier. The Saints do have a new quarterback in Derek Carr, but it's not as big a variable as what's working on the other side of things, which is basically the entirety of Tennessee not named Derrick Henry or Ryan Tannehill. So as we look at the uh, as we look at the situation for the Titans heading down to New Orleans in week 1, I want to start here with your Two Rivers Ford take. The question that we are going to talk about on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter and Twitch, where do the Titans match up best with the Saints right now? Where do they match up the best with New Orleans? What you know about the Saints that they're going to be without Alvin Kamara. You know that they are going to have Derek Carr at quarterback. You know that it sounds like Michael Thomas is going to give it a go. It's been a while since we've seen him play competitive football at a high level. Uh, we know that at his peak, he's one of the best wide receivers in football, but it's been quite some time since we've seen him achieve. We know that the Saints have a good defense perpetually and that Dennis Allen will get them to play above their heads, the same way that Mike Vrabel does with the Titans defense. So where is the greatest advantage for the Titans against the Saints on Sunday. We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch right after I remind you that the primetime show and your Two Rivers Ford take are made possible by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is the best car buying experience out there. Quality American-made Ford vehicles, award-winning customer service. That's what Two Rivers Ford offers to you. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So where is the greatest strength for the Titans right now? Trippin' Titan says, 
Saints run defense is problematic. We run it a lot. I don't think there's anything problematic at all about the, uh, I don't think there's anything problematic at all about the Saints defense. In fact, I think the Saints defense is the biggest matchup problem that you have in this game. The Saints defense against the Titans offense, we'll talk about at some length. But just some notes on the Saints defense specifically, and this is courtesy of the media guide that each team sends out each and every week. Uh, the Saints sent us their media guide for the week. Since 2017, the Saints are the only team in the NFL to rank in the top three in both opponent rushing yards per game and sacks cumulatively, cumulatively easy for me to say, over those last six seasons. So since 2017, the Saints are top three against the rush, and they are top three when it comes to sacks, uh, sacks against opposing quarterbacks. They are as good as any front in the sport. They finished seventh in 2021. Uh, that's really the only down year that they've had in that span. They were back up again in the top five in 2022. They were fifth, giving up 314 net yards per game. The Niners and the Saints are the only two teams to rank in the top 10 each of the last three seasons. And this also marks the third time that the Saints have ranked in the top 10 in total defense for three straight seasons. That's a pretty good trend if you're New Orleans to lean on tonight. Uh, uh, Bryce Erickson says, no hotline bling tonight, Buck. I don't hear any dings. My uh, my my laptop, for whatever reason, started going on. Uh, I don't know how to change this, but my laptop goes on Do Not Disturb now at 8.30, which is great. So you don't hear all the dings. The dings are happening, but they're Do Not Disturbing at this particular moment in time. Boban says, can we break our last three-season opener loss this Sunday? Well, it's hard. You're on the road, right? Um, you know, winning in the NFL is always difficult. Winning on the road is uh, much more so. Tree, uh, is it Trey Four Man 86 uh, on YouTube says, didn't we play them last year, the Titans? Did the Titans play the Saints last year? Uh, I don't think so. I know they played them in 2021. Because that was a game that that improved the Titans record to like eight and three. I don't think the Titans and the Saints played in 2022, but uh, my memory might be a little rusty from last season. I'm pretty sure that's not the case. 2021, um, I know they played. I know that they also played in, when was the Khalif Raymond concussion? That might have been the 2021 season. No, actually, I think that was 19. Uh, either way, um, Titans and Saints didn't play last year. So looking at looking at the problems that the Titans can pose for the Saints, well, there's one obvious answer, I think, that time and time again. Now, some of you might say Derrick Henry. I'm inclined to say that Derrick Henry is not the best matchup advantage that the Titans have in this game. I think the Saints' defense is going to be tough. I think they're going to be ready for Derrick. Now, can Derrick find a way to make some plays? Certainly. But this is as fresh as New Orleans' defense is going to look all week, and I would anticipate uh, that being the case again. But as you look at uh, as you look at the uh, at the Titans, you know specifically that the best place that they match up right now is defensively. You know that that front five is going to be the best advantage that the Titans have. So that's across Harold, uh, Harold, Tart, Jeff, Autry, and Key as a front five. That's the best advantage that the Titans have right now. Uh, a to Z Sports Prime Time is presented by the great people at Zen Sportsbook. We're excited to have Zen Sportsbook as a part of the program. 
this football season. They're also going to be on the Titans game day morning show. The referral code that you need when you download the Zen Sports app is A-T-O-Z-T-N. That's A-T-O-Z-T-N in the Zen Sportsbook app. Football season means it's time to switch to Zen Sports, the fastest growing sportsbook in Tennessee. They're changing the betting bonus game with their cash rewards program. When you sign up for Zen Sports with code A-T-O-Z-T-N, you earn a welcome bonus that gives you 5% cash back on your total betting volume for your first 15 days of betting. 5%. Think about that for a second. It's nuts. Zen Sports also offers an incredibly easy-to-navigate mobile app. You can guarantee that you won't find an easier way to build parlays than in the Zen Sportsbook app. So what are you waiting for? Stop wasting time and money on other sportsbooks when you could be earning real cash rewards with Zen Sports. Download today on the App Store or at zensports.com. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 plus and it, uh, 21 up in Tennessee to bet at zensportsbook.com. So we're excited to have Zen Sportsbook. They'll get you in on the action for this football season. Zen Sports is the app that you need to download ahead of all the week one action. We're two sleeps away from there being NFL football played. Chiefs and the Lions is going to be the 2023 opener. I'm excited about it. Uh, JP, Taryn says, uh, of the Saints-Titans game, he predicts seven sacks. Our defense will be top 10. Uh, listen, I'm not in the prediction business typically. I think it's, you know, I think it's a, a, a largely useless exercise. Don't do score predictions. Don't do record predictions. Um, you know, I'm not much uh, about as far as predictions will go or prop bets. And I, I don't even bet on NFL games because I'm an NFL reporter and I think there's ethical concerns for NFL reporters who do that. So when you look at the, uh, when you look at what it is that the Titans offer you in this particular situation, you understand that the front five is going to be your best advantage. That Jeff, that Autry, that Tart, Landry, and Key are going to be the thing that gets you up and running. Uh, Susan Skolnick says the offensive line of Tennessee is going to suck. I don't know that. Uh, we'll find out, certainly. We'll find out a lot about them. New Orleans is a tough test, and we'll talk about that here in just a second. Bryce Erickson says, says is Arden Key healthy? Um, you know, I don't know that he's like, I don't know that he's doubtful right now. We'll get our first injury report of the uh, of the season tomorrow at about three, sometime between three and four o'clock. I would anticipate that. Key was, uh, the last time that I saw Key, he was on a bike the last day of training camp. Now, they've had a couple of practices since then that I wasn't able to get out to because of the timing of the radio show. Um, so it's been, so Arden Key may have been back out there and I and I don't, I haven't seen it yet. Um, but, you know, it's not, it's my understanding that that was just kind of a, a precautionary measure with Arden Key and that that's not something that he may, that is expected to keep him out of week one. We'll keep you updated as these things continue. Um, offensive line way better than last season says Will Tennessee. Uh, yeah. You don't know that, right? Like you can say that you can think that you can believe that. And you know, I mean, we, you may be right about that, but there's no way that you can't, you can, you can't say that with any degree of confidence on September the 5th. You have no idea. You haven't seen them play. Um, you've seen them play a little in the preseason preseason doesn't mean anything for the regular season. Um, and if the preseason was your sample size, then there's no, there's not a lot that makes you feel much more confident about this offensive line group than last year's. I think there are some things to be positive about. I think Brewer and Skaronsky are definitely pluses. 
I think the rest of them, it's just going to kind of be a week-to-week proposition on who frustrates you and um, how teams are going to game plan for that specifically because you know the offensive line is going to be um, a work in progress, let's say. So, uh, you know, Will, you might be right, but, uh, you know, to say that on September the 5th, to say definitively the offensive line is way better than last season, it doesn't mean anything because there's no way that there's no way to prove it factually. Uh, there's no way to disprove it. It just, it's just words, right? It's, um, and you know, you can feel that way. You can genuinely feel that way. And you can believe it in your heart that there's no way that anybody could be worse at playing offensive line than Dennis Daly. But I would remind you, just go back and watch the preseason, look at some of your depth offensive linemen and find out, uh, you know, find out that there are in fact worse offensive linemen in the NFL than Dennis Daly. So we'll keep an eye on that though. We'll start to find out on Sunday. Um, I think that, uh, I think that when you look at the the strengths of this team, defense front five is going to be, uh, is going to be critical. Tafari says, do you think the game is going to be close? Uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely think it's going to be a competitive football game. Um, it's probably going to be pretty low scoring. Uh, I would think, I think the over under right now, um, at the Zen sports app is 41 and a half for this game between these two teams. It's one of the lowest, I think it's one of the four lowest over under point totals of week one. So both teams emphasis is on defense. Both teams excel on defense. Both teams exist to kind of muck things up for opposing offenses. And you know, that doesn't lend itself to a high scoring affair. I don't expect many Titans games to be high scoring affairs. Just generally, uh, that's not specific to this year's team. Um, it's just kind of what I, you know, what I know to expect from them after seeing them play, uh, under Mike Vrabel, Mo Francois says 27 to 10 Titans won't be close again. I, this is for the same reason that I tell you guys, I don't do score predictions. Like, okay, Mo, like, great. I, I, have, I have no, it doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, the, the prediction, uh, it doesn't, you know, instill confidence, uh, in, in me and the Titans. It doesn't detract from, uh, the saints. If, if you feel that way, great. You may be right. I just, you know, uh, I'm not interested in, uh, I'm not interested in doing score prediction sports talk. I just, I think that's, that's, you can get that other places, not here. Uh, Will Tennessee says nobody has a positive outlook. I mean, that's cause I've seen them in practice. You know, I'm, I'm like, there's gotta be some, every team, every football team has a flaw for let's, let's pick a, a lot of them. It's going to be the offensive line, right? What's the biggest, the, the, one of the most hyped teams of the off season is who the New York jets, Aaron Rodgers. They've got sauce Gardner. They've got Garrick Wilson. They've got pass rushers and Quinnen Williams all over the place. What they don't have is an offensive line. What they do have is a 40-year-old quarterback who needs protection. The offensive line could absolutely undermine everything in New York. That's not, it's not that I'm, it's not negativity. It's just like, okay, that unit's suspect. That's a situation to keep an eye on. Can they find ways to work around it? And in fact, we're going to talk about a way that Tim Kelly is the offensive coordinator can work around a suspect Titans offensive line. It's not, uh, it's not um, positive. It's not negative. It's called discussion. Uh, and I would say, you know, it's okay to have questions about your football team and not to wander into a football season with blind confidence, me, you know, with, with nothing but your, your, uh, your belief that this will be an impre- incredibly improved offensive line group, but that they'll win 27 to 10 or just like things that people say that don't actually mean anything. There's no quantifiable evidence to argue one way or the other. They're just words, right? Uh, like I said, it's not, it's not positive. It's not negative. It's just an observation. And I don't think that, uh, I don't think that anything, there's anything to get butthurt about observations. So, um, looking at, looking at the weaknesses of the Titans, we know that the offensive line is going to be a talking point. 
You're going to hear from uh, Greg Cosell on how Tim Kelly can mitigate some of the weaknesses of the offensive line here in just a second, right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. Wherever justice demands, Amanda and her team mean it at their core. That's their mission. They have served and protected middle Tennesseans and their constitutional rights in Tennessee family and criminal courts in 35 counties across this great state. They mean what they say when they say wherever justice demands. The law offices of Amanda J. Gentry, amandajgentry.com is where you can learn more about your constitutional rights. And if you need protection, the best in the business as you covered, amandajgentry.com. So as you evaluate, uh, as you evaluate this game at this point, what is the uh, what is the outlook uh, for weaknesses? Well, we nothing like here's how I look at it, right? The offensive line group is suspect. I don't yet know if the offensive line group is going to be a weakness. I have the sample size of practice. I've watched every practice, but I bet. I think I've been able to watch every practice, but like four or five um, just on days when they take it inside to the bubble and I have to do the radio show in the facility that day or like when the radio show has a conflict with practice. I think there's been four or five total that I've missed since when did they start practicing with rookie minicamp? Like May 1st, the first week of May. So like I have that as a sample size. I have film enough of Daniel Brunskill for me to, think he's not a very good player I have enough of a sample size to look at Chris Hubbard and say all right he's a backup right tackle and he's been thrust into a starting role we'll see how it goes I have I have enough to make I have enough to make uh assessments right but I don't know that the offensive line group is a is an outright weakness yet now we could have the conversation coming out uh I mean Sunday night when we do the primetime show from New Orleans I could come away and say, yeah, definitively, this is a weakness for this team. This is something that they're going to have to work against on a weekly basis. New Orleans has exposed them. We could we could have that conversation. Or we could come away with a different kind of look and say, all right, they found ways to work around it. They found ways to put these guys in positions to succeed. I am most suspect before games start being played about the offensive line. Whether or not they determine themselves to be a weakness, I think we have to wait on that. Um, Ben Hall says, wouldn't you also say you're watching our offensive line against arguably the best defensive line in the league, which I would argue not many teams have. Well, no, they're not the best defensive line group in the league. They're a good defensive line group. Sure. Um, San Francisco is a better, uh, defensive line group. Um, Philadelphia is a better defensive line group. Uh, shit. I mean, they definitely have the best defensive line group in their division. Uh, they, who would you put them up against? I would say that New Orleans is going to have as stout a defensive line group as any in the league. The Jets probably have a better and deeper defensive line group, front five. So, you know, I mean, you can put them in the top 10 if you want to, just kind of looking at it. But I, I don't know that they're I, – I think that they – I think that they there are things to like about them. I'm not willing to crown them before they've played a single game. Mr. Jones says, I'm a hater and I'm in denial. No, I mean, I'm just, you know, it's week one. I'm not willing to jump to any conclusions about the offensive line being overwhelmingly bad or the Titans defensive front being overwhelmingly good. I just have what I've seen in practice and what, how I'm going to carry that into the game. Will they end up having one of the best defensive line groups in the league? Maybe we'll see. I don't know that yet. We haven't played a game, so let's not get ahead of ourselves. Packers, Packers, wildly underachieved based on the talent that they should have. I expect a lot better out of the Packers defense. 
uh, Mo is somebody who brings up the Packers. So I think that uh, I think that a lot, a lot, a lot of this before week one, I think a lot of people are going to have overreactions after week one. It's never as bad or never as good as you think it is, right? So weakness for sure, though, or at least suspect position group heading into week one, offensive line, uh, full full stop, right? I think we can, I think we can continue to talk about this, um, and and I think this will be a talking point all year long. We'll see whether we end up being proven right on that or not. So looking at the offensive line group, how can you mitigate uh, average to below average offensive line play, which is basically what I think the bar should be for them this year? Can they be average? I think if they can be an average group, you're cooking with gas. I think if they're even below average, that's an improvement upon last year, but obviously you want better than below average. So as you look at the situation, Greg Cosell and myself, we are doing the install every Wednesday still. Uh, obviously, that ramps up for football season. Greg and I will do our full Saints, Titans, X's and O's preview tomorrow. But we did talk a little bit about the loss of Kyle Phillips last week and how that specifically impacts the Titans offensive line. Preseason done. Exhibition games are over. Commissioner would not like to hear you say exhibition games. They are preseason games. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's over. <laughs> we're happy for it because that means regular season football. I share your sentiment, my friend. I share your sentiment. Al Phillips placed on injured reserve. They expect him back. It's an MCL injury. Uh, but right now it looks like he's going he's gonna to miss at least uh, the first four games thing about the slot receiver in an offense where your O-line is a work in progress at this point, we don't know until they start playing regular season games, is that slot receiver tends to be a real security blanket for a quarterback because sometimes the outside routes you know, take a little longer to develop depending on down and distance. Tim Kelly utilized DeAndre Hopkins as a slot player a lot while he was yeah. the offensive coordinator in Houston and I'm just kind of, I'm interested to see how they problem solve So that's from the latest episode of the install with Greg and I. We we talked at length. That was a, a an edited for time version, but I do think that your slot receiver is going to help take a lot of pressure off your offensive line group. You have to have a player there that your quarterback trusts if he's trying to get the ball out quickly. Um, you know that's probably NWI as as Greg uh, indicated. I think that uh, I think that Nick Westbrook Aquino is the person who stands to see his snaps increase the most of of the guys who are available to them. You know, I think Chris Moore is more a Traylon Burks, DeAndre Hopkins backup than he is the starting slot player in the absence of Phillips. I think that Kiaris Jackson is going to be out there on punt returns, but I don't think that Jackson is a better option or a more trustworthy option than is Ed W.I. Now, that may change, right? That may evolve throughout the course of the season. It may not matter uh, because Kyle Phillips is going to miss at least four games. We'll see how much more. He misses, if it, if at all, and if they can get him back out on the field, then maybe we don't have to talk about NWI as much. But I think Hopkins in the slot is something to keep an eye on. I think that NWI in the slot is something to keep an eye on. And I think Kiaris Jackson is kind of the wild card in all of this because you know his punt returning uh, is going to be something that they look at. But I think that the uh, I think that him on offense, that's probably going to take a, a little longer before they trust, trust him to... Uh, to get out there and, and take some legitimate snaps. Uh, Len Kazakoff says, props, the install is an excellent podcast. Keep it rolling. Well, that's uh, I appreciate that, Len. Thanks for uh, the kind words. And you can uh, go ahead and check out the uh, the podcast every Wednesday. It's on the 104.5 The Zone YouTube channel as well. So you can watch it if you would like. 
Uh, B French says, I'm betting hard on the Titans. Go big or go home. I think they're minus, no, I'm sorry. They're plus three and a half uh, right now uh, against New Orleans heading into the Superdome. So, you know, that's probably about right. I think the Saints and Titans are kind of mirror images of one another. Quarterback in a weird situation. Rosters in a bit of a transition. Defense has talent, but you know they're going to need to play above their heads uh, from time to time, and they have a coaching staff, a coaching staff to do it. Uh, so I think that uh, I think that these two teams are pretty pretty good, like mirror images of one another. There are some obvious differences, right? The Saints don't have Derrick Henry. Uh, the Titans don't have a player like Alvin Kamara. Now Kamara won't be available for this game, but I think that uh, I think that the Saints and Titans are kind of in similar spots. Uh, Saints without Kamara is big for us as Boban. Yeah, I mean, but they've had plenty of time to prepare a contingency plan. They're not a better football team without him, certainly, but they'll have enough time to to kind of figure this thing out. Uh, so let's uh, talk about Gone Viral. Let's do a Gone Viral video. What uh, what did you see? What was the best thing that you saw on the internet this week? You're going to see mine. It's a Butch Jones, a couple of Butch Jones videos. For those of you who watch college football all over the place this weekend, we will uh, do that together. I don't want a spoiler alert, but it is Butch and it is funny. We'll talk about that together right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by True Math Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com. Your first workout is free as a Middle Tennessee resident. Nobody puts you in better position to succeed. Nobody has a better workout option for you than TrueMathFitness.com. Your first workout is free. As I mentioned, you can go take group classes. You can sign up for personal training. You can work out as you like on your own time in their open gym with one of their membership options. True Math Fitness is the best facility, the best workout, the best coaching staff in Middle Tennessee. Go to truemathfitness.com for more information. Uh, so, what's the best thing that you saw on the internet this week? The NFL Dancing Dads was hilarious, says Carrot O'Keefe. I did not see that. Major Key says prayers to Alex Smith's daughter. Diagnosis, I also did not see that. I'm not I'm not certain what happened to Alex Smith's daughter, but... Um, if it's, if it's serious, I've, you know, regardless, if something has happened, we, uh, we want to make sure that we're keeping him and his family in our thoughts. Uh, B French says dude beating Clemson last night was sweet. Uh, B French, I didn't, I didn't know was a Duke fan, but Duke beating, uh, Clemson for the first time since 1989 is wild. Boban says the most ridiculous thing he saw was 81 to nothing. That was Oregon. There was also a 73 to nothing result, which happened to feature former volunteers coach, Butch Jones. Number seven, 15-yard penalty, added to the end of the run. Automatic, first down. Now, Butch Jones will have plenty to talk about with his team after this game, and we mentioned their next contest against Memphis a week from now. So he looks he looks like he's visibly in pain. He looks like he is emotional. He's having to be comforted by his players. Butch, the idea that Butch is being comforted by his players is hilarious as they lose 73 to nothing. They don't like to root on anybody's downfall. Certainly, I don't root on Butch Jones' downfall. But it's followed up with a Butch Jones press conference that only Butch Jones can have, where he gets to the podium afterwards and consoles Arkansas State Red Wolf fans after they lose 73 to nothing to Oklahoma by saying, And it, you have to not lose the game before you can ever win the game. It's brick by brick. It's champions of life. It's five-star hearts. It's the most Butch Jones thing ever. And it, you have to not lose the game before you can ever win the game. I don't I don't like rooting on Butch's Butch, Butch's downfall, but damn if it's not. Number seven, 15-yard penalty, added to the end of the run. 
Automatic first down. Now, Butch Jones will have plenty to talk about with his team after this game. And we mentioned their next contest against Memphis a week from now. It's just, it is a, uh, it is really, uh, the, the fact that Butch Jones is still out there doing this and, and speaking in Butch Jones-isms at this rate as he's losing 73 to nothing, it's crazy. Um, I don't know how much longer Butch Jones can last at Arkansas State. And Butch Jones in Arkansas State was never going to be competitive against Oklahoma. But 73 to nothing is tough, 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 tough. And it's, it's, it's really hard to watch for the players more than anything. I feel for the players, and I do, I do feel for Butch, even though I'm kind of pointing and laughing at Butch a little bit. That's going to do it for us tonight on the Primetime Show. Great to be back with you guys. No more, no more breaks, no more vacation for me until the bye week. Um, so we look forward to uh, being back in the full swing of things. I'll fly down to New Orleans on Saturday, and I'll have full coverage from the Superdome for you for uh, 104.5 The Zone and A to Z Sports. Christian Fulton is going to be on the radio show this week. He's an LSU grad. He's a uh, New Orleans native. His family is going to show up and show out at the Superdome. So we're looking forward to talking to Christian about that on Thursday at 11.15. We've got Ramon Foster tomorrow. We've got Mike Keith, voice of the Titans this week. It's going to be a great time. Hang out with us, not just on the primetime show, but from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. Speaking of the A to Z sports uh, programming, um, 615 Sessions. In season, we move it to Friday afternoons at 2. We've been doing it on Wednesdays or Thursdays with uh, my uh, friends and colleagues from Titans Media. Fridays for the purposes of in season after we talk to Mike Vrabel. So we have the full week of work, full week of press conferences to react to. Fridays at 2 p.m. live here on the A to Z Sports YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch platforms is when we will do the 615 sessions throughout the course of the regular season. Have a great rest of your evening. Talk to you tomorrow on the radio show at 10 a.m. See you guys. Well, are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.